Realty. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. It's Review It Man, reviewing what he can. Movies are his jam, so let's get twisted, man. It's Review It Rob. Hey, yo, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Review It Rob show. I am your host, Review It Rob, man. Hope everybody out there is doing fantastic. Thank you for clicking on to this episode and listening to me ramble on about the latest in movie news with, of course, mandatory DC and horror news this week. Got a good bit of horror news for you. Not too much DC, but hey, nonetheless, we're still going to have some fun with the news. And of course, the spoiler-free review this week, it is going to be The Last Voyage of the Demita, the latest horror film involving classic Universal Monsters, man. So can't wait to dive into that and give you my spoiler-free thoughts on that movie. Uh, real quick, if you can do me a favor, hit that like, subscribe, and share this show. That would be greatly appreciated, as well as check out all the other stuff on the Thermomy Podcast Network. Be on YouTube, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Public, we got some awesome shirts going on over there, man. So, all that stuff, you can check that out. That would be great. Um, I'm doing good, man. Like I said, hope everybody out there is doing pretty great. I'm still in the process of getting the legs ready for Halloween Horror Nights, which we're getting so close to, man. Another couple days down, it's gonna be here before I know it. And I'm so excited, man, because one, I need that vacation too. I love Halloween Horror Nights, I freaking wait for that. That is the biggest event of the year every single year for me. It's my hype for every single year. Is that that's the main thing I look forward to every year? So, that's coming up, it's gonna be here. Before we know it, and also super stoked and excited. If you follow me on Instagram or uh, Twitter or X now, I guess what it's called, um, I won a Houston Texans signed football um, double whammy. It is signed by WWE superstars. So uh, it's signed by Chad Gable, Otis or Otis, and Maxine Dupree, um, WWE superstars known as the Alpha Academy. They were at the um, Houston Texans training facility back when Raw was at uh, was in Houston, and the Texans put that up on their website, and I was lucky enough to win that, man, which is a double whammy for me because I'm a huge Houston Texans fan and a huge WWE fan. So I uh, posted pictures of that on my uh, socials, Instagram and Twitter, or excuse me, X. I'm going to keep calling it Twitter. You know, the people call Disney's Hollywood Studios. They always say hashtag always MGM. That's what I'm going to do with uh, – Twitter, I guess. Hashtag always Twitter. I don't know. I really don't care that much, to be honest with you. But uh, that's going on. Other than that, you know, just doing the thing, man. Um, drinking more water. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Man. We're here to talk about movie stuff. And we're going to kick it off, like I said, with the spoiler-free thoughts on The Last Voyage of the Demita. The film itself is rated R for bloody violence. Oh, yes, there is some bloody violence in this movie. It is a horror film, of course, running in at 1 hour and 58 minutes, uh, and it is currently in theaters. Uh, the movie is based on a single chilling chapter from Bram Stroculas. Bram Stroculas. Good lord, that sounded wrong. <laughs> that's the other. That's the uh, that's the adult version, I guess. Uh, Bram Stoker's classic novel, Dracula, The Last Voyage of the Demeter, tells the terrifying story of the merchant ship Demeter, which was charted to carry private cargo 
50 unmarked wooden crates from Carpathia to London. Strange events befall the doomed crew as they attempt to survive the ocean voyage, stalked each night by a mer uh, merciless presence on board the ship. Uh, we're going to leave it there. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a critic score of 50%. Uh, that actually went up. It was 49% earlier, but it's actually gone up to 50%, and the audience is sitting at 74% still. Uh, IMDB has it at a 6.5 out of 10. So, what were my thoughts on this film? If you remember, this is a film that I had on my... Um, hype list for the rest of the year i kept seeing the trailer multiple times uh in theaters when going you know, obviously to the theaters the other movies and i saw it um multiple times I'm like heck freaking yeah dude dracula on a boat this is gonna be awesome and i didn't say it in like a comedic way and a lot of people are using that in like a comedy way and all that i use it as freaking that's awesome <laughs> freaking we got a boat with dracula on it these people are screwed dude <laughs> um so I, I was really hyped to see this movie so i finally got to see it I saw it with uh, one of my nieces and my brother, Tombstone Josh. Check out his show, the Metal Groove Podcast, uh, and our show, WBRO. Um, quick plug for that. We're going to be talking um, all kinds of stuff on that show like we normally do. But um, since our last time talking here, we uh, finished The Righteous Gym Show Season 3, so we'll talk about that. And uh, we started watching Twisted Metal, so we'll give our thoughts on that as well. Um, but back to The Last Voyage of the Demeter. I was excited. I was, I was hyped up for this movie. I was um I was really ready to see it because I'm Dr Dracula's. I'm a Dracula guy. You know, Dracula is my favorite Universal monster. I like vampires, all that stuff. It always interested me as long as I can remember. Uh, Twilight, you know, as a vampire movie that I maybe need to revisit with a less judgy um, attitude. But uh, other than that, like I, I love vampires. Vampires are awesome. So cool. We're getting a story from the classic Dracula film based on uh, the Demeter voyage and you know i gotta be honest with you i thoroughly enjoyed this like this movie was entertaining to me now i say to me and my brother tombstone josh enjoyed it uh enjoyed it as well maybe he'll give his thoughts on wbro but i i i dug this man it is very much i think the best way to describe this movie and again this is based off of a, a chapter in the the original dracula book right so it's gonna have vibes like the original Dracula movie, right? But, of course, today's day and age, so, you know, cameras are better and cinematography is better, yada, 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 all that stuff. Um, but I, I liked the vibe of the movie. I liked the style of the film. I liked that it is pretty much a a horror adventure, if you will. It is a classic horror story, man. It is following the beats that you would see in those classic horror films, man. It is telling a story. And it is pacing itself just the right way. It's not rushing anything. It's not going over the top. It's not, you know, giving you stuff right away and all that stuff. Like, it is... Now, of course, the opening scene does, you know, get you set for what's going to happen. But I, I don't, you know, you know, people say slow burn or anything like that. Like, I don't... I don't adapt to that uh, style of thinking. Like, I watch a movie to watch a movie. I'm like, okay, does it, you know, go a little slower in the beginning with some films? Sure, but they're telling the story, and that's not a problem, man. That's what I enjoyed about this movie, man. I, I like stories like this, and I like the build up to the eventual, you know, the eventual encounter, the eventual what's going to happen to this crew, and that's 
awesome, man. That's, that's the way it plays out, as you would expect. There's, there's these people. Like, put yourself in that position, right? You're on this boat, right, in the middle of the ocean. That could be terrifying in its own right, right? If you're scared of the ocean or whatever, even if you're not scared of the ocean, like, that's still, like, a bad time, right? That could be a very bad time. You're stuck on this boat with other people that, I mean, you probably get along with, maybe not, some new members of the crew or whatever, but, you know, darkness all around, water, all that stuff, waves chopping and everything, you got that going on. Add to that fact, right? Add to that fact that there is something mysterious happening happening on this ship that you have to figure out what is going on. You're piecing it together each by piece by piece and by event by event, and again, you're stuck on this boat for a couple of days. You got nowhere to go. There's nothing around you, right, except ocean. So just think about that. Picture that thought. And that's what this movie is, man. This movie is a thriller. It is classified as a horror movie, but it's also a thriller, I think. It is a classic horror, thriller, adventure story that you just sit there and you pay attention to and you're you're into. Now, again, some people may not like the style of slow paced out not even slow, just paced out movie. We're not going to give you everything right away. We're going to pace this out to event by event by event by event until you get to, of course, your ending. But I thoroughly enjoyed this. I thought it was very well put together. I enjoyed the horror aspects of it. I enjoyed the thriller aspects of it. I enjoyed the mystery of it. Well, I mean, we see us as the audience watching the film. We see the, th- the events that are going on. The crew doesn't necessarily know what's going on um, until you know the movie keeps building, but... to me, it was extremely enjoyable. Like, I I thought what they did with it was great. I love the fact that they went with the idea of taking a single chapter out of the classic Dracula book and making that into a movie, man. Good on them for being um, creative in that way, if you will. But I'm not mad at it, man. Um, I know box office-wise, it probably, it's not doing the best. Um, I I mean, if you're new to the show or if you're class to the show, I don't put uh, any, any, um, like, I don't put much value behind that. Like, I get box office and, you know, the importance because, you know, the movie makes money. That's good. You got to pay back the uh, creation of the film and the marketing of the money, movie and all that stuff. And it makes more money. That's great for everyone involved and can lead to um, possible sequels or whatever. I, I get that aspect. For, but for me, as a viewer and having gone through this multiple times with other movies that I love and enjoy, and even to you if you don't enjoy this movie there's a movie that you do enjoy that is quote unquote a failure at the box office so I, I the value aspect of box office and me enjoying a film are not connected like I'm going to enjoy a movie whether it makes a bank at the box office or not that has nothing to do with anything you know as far as I'm concerned about as far as I on product right um, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed that film I don't care about Rotten Tomato scores, I just provide them just to let you know there's a vast majority of opinions on films, and you're allowed to have your own opinion on a film. It's okay. Um, but me, overall, absolutely enjoyed it. I will gladly watch this movie over and over again. Like, it is very well done, in my opinion. Like, again, it's a straightforward horror story. That, that is, that is all, That's what you would expect. <laughs> you know, it, it's got the classic monster vibe to it. It's got... Um, it's got suspense, it's got thriller, it's got horror, it's got Dracula, like, I don't know what else you need, like, I don't know what else you need, and, it, you know, it, it's kind of a bigger discussion to be had about uh, everything that's going on with the movies this year, uh, maybe even horror, and do classic characters in horror still 
um, are they still bankable? You know, I love them. I know a vast majority of people still love the classic Universal Monsters. We're excited. Us Halloween Horror Nights are excited to see um, the classic Universal Monsters the last couple of years at the at the event. Again, this year, we're going to see some awesome classic horror um, horror monsters. Now, of course, they do them in like a, a newer, up-to-date style and all that stuff. But nonetheless, it's still the Universal Monsters, right? And there's still a bank. There's possibly a land being built, an epic universe for the Universal Monsters. Like, it's still there. But what is it about the films that are not connecting in this day and age? Um, the Mummy. I love The Mummy to death. The 2017 Mummy film. I loved and enjoyed that. Um, that did not work out too well. Dracula Untold didn't do too well. Um, can't remember if Van Helsing worked out or not. I don't believe it did, but I think it's got its like cult following now. Um, but on the other hand, The Invisible Man worked out. So... Where are we at with all this and what's happening? Maybe is it marketing for this movie? Because I, like I mentioned earlier, I saw the trailer multiple times in theaters. Outside of theaters, I can't really think of any times I saw marketing for the film. I think I probably ran across it on social media, but also at the same time, I follow that page. People who aren't following that movie's page on social media, maybe they didn't see the movie. I don't know. You know, maybe that's something that factored into this as well. But again, looking at the wide spectrum of this year so far, we're only in August. we got some more movies to come, a couple more comic book films, um, a couple more horror movies uh, to come from the rest of the year. Um, Maybe another surprise. That Wonka movie's coming out this year, right? Is that a surprise that's going to happen this year? Who knows? We've had some surprises this year uh, with Mario and Barbie. So is Wonka the next surprise? What is the next surprise film of the year? Because those two movies, I seriously doubt anybody was looking at the release schedule for this year and thought, oh, Mario and Barbie are going to be billion-dollar movies, and they're going to be the biggest films of the year, especially when you have The Flash come out this year, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 come out this year, um, Mission Impossible come out this year, uh, Indiana Jones came out this year. Those movies were like the most talked-about, highly interested movies. Now, of course, Mario and Barbie got their talks, but I don't think anybody was projecting that those movies would be the two biggest films of the year, <laughs> right? So that... Is, there's a discussion to be had. Is it comic book? Um, are people getting burned out on comic book films and the superhero stuff? I mean, Marvel's releasing several movies and shows every year. Are, are people starting to get that Marvel fatigue because Ant-Man didn't work out too well. Guardians did all right. But uh, the Marvels is not getting great press, which, you know, the first Captain Marvel movie didn't get great press because people scared of a strong woman or something. I, I don't know. But... Um, uh, you know, there's that question. The Flash was supposed to be a huge, huge film, and that movie did not hit what was expected. Um, we have uh, Blue Beetle coming up. That's We're going to see how that works. That, that releases this week. As of recording this episode, I'll have my spoiler-free review on that next week. Um, I'm seeing it tomorrow night, so... <laughs> um, didn't see it before the show, but... Like, we have that coming. We have Aquaman coming out at the end of the year, right? Um, before I mentioned, we got the Marvel's movie. We have Aquaman coming out at the end of the year, which is... We'll see what that is. People love Jason Momoa. The first Aquaman movie made a billion dollars. It's coming out around the holidays, so maybe, you know, gathering with the family. Families like to go to the movie theater sometime. Will they, you know, get together, go see Aquaman? We'll have to wait and see how that all works out. But it's just, it's weird. It's not, not even weird. I don't think weird's the word. It's... It's interesting to look at what's happening with movies this year and seeing that maybe comic books films are starting to be less interesting to people. Maybe, you know, again, Guardians succeeded, Spider-Man succeeded, right? But 
Ant-Man didn't do well, and the DC films haven't, um, the Flash didn't do well, uh, Shazam didn't do well either, so, and I enjoyed those movies, let's, let's not, you know, we already know my love for the Flash film, we don't need to get into the other movies, um, but, it's just interesting, Mario and Barbie, the two biggest movies of the year, right, Megan did great, Megan was a huge success, um, and it makes you wonder, original story, is that what it is, something different, um, well, and we can, you know, go back and forth about how different of a story Megan is. Megan, um, so you can compare it to the Child's Play 2017-18 remake, um, where, you know, certain things are going on now. There is differences, obviously, but you can see the, the, uh, the parallels, if you will. But I, I enjoyed Megan. Megan did, Megan did good. Um, Insidious did fantastic. Uh, Talk to Me has done very well. Uh, Evil Dead Rise did all right. You know, differences there. Evil Dead Rise is a franchise people know about. Insidious is a sequel to a franchise people love. Talk to me. That's a new, that's a new release, right? That's a new story. That's a new vibe. That's doing really well. So, what is it? What is? I mean, Mission Impossible didn't hit like the other Mission Impossible films hit. Uh, people were they were hoping for a Top Gun success, which they did not get there. Um, again, I'm interested in that movie Oppenheimer did good you know what is it that's driving films this year what is it that's making people go to theaters because that's always the questions like people are always like oh the movie theater business is dying movie theater business is going away we now have streaming we have 1500 different apps that we can use to watch movies why do we need to watch this oh or now that we know that new movies will be releasing on streaming within 30 60 90 days it's like okay we can wait instead of going to the theater and paying these prices for this uh drinking popcorn and um sitting there and have to deal with people on their phones and talking loudly and rappers and all that stuff um not like actual music rappers, you know, rappers from Candy. Um, it, it's interesting. It, it's it's a discussion to be had about what it, we're seeing this year with films. Um, but nonetheless, I enjoyed The Last Voyage of the Demeter. I say check it out if you get the chance. Um, go see it in theaters while it's still there. Um, and the reason I say that is apparently, um, I haven't seen anything officially confirmed here, but there is a report going around that. The film, The Last Voyage of the Demeter, will be hitting digital slash video on demand August 29th. Dude, that is 11 days from now. Is that, that's quicker than The Flash, right? The Flash was in and out. Of the, I saw The Flash like three times in theaters. <laughs> you know, um, three, yeah, three times. And that movie was in theaters for, I don't know, I don't have the days in front of me. But, yeah, I mean, already to think that that movie's hitting video on demand and digital already is just... It's wild, man. It is a weird, wild world that we're living in now with movies. And again, we'll see what happens with the rest of the year. You know, um, like I mentioned, we have the Marvels. We have Blue Beetle coming up. We have Aquaman. We have uh, the Exorcist Believer coming up. We have Saw. Um, uh, Wonka, I believe, is coming out this year, right? Uh, so there's a there's a there's a good bit of movies still left to help us kind of gauge what's happening, but will you know barbie be the end-all be-all movie of the year will that be the number one film according to box office who knows but it's an interesting time to say the least all right let's go ahead and jump into dc news uh, again didn't have much to really go off of it's just two little beats uh james gunn has responded to people saying that there are too many characters in the superman legacy movie um they was announced a green lantern hawk girl um Metamorpho and Mr. Terrific will be added to the Superman Legacy. Um, 
Of course, you got Superman and Lois in the film as well. Uh, Gunn responded by saying, quote, I don't understand this fear. There are less characters than in the 40-year-old version. Did you think Steve Carell got enough time? Question mark. Which I guess is going off of um, all the actors, uh, famous actors in that film. I don't know off the top of my head. I know Paul Rudd's in it, Seth Rogen's in it. Um, yeah, I don't remember everybody off the top of my head. I, I think I've seen that movie once, maybe twice. Um, but interesting take, to say the least. But yeah, I don't... I don't know. I, I don't... I just think people like to complain to complain, especially when it comes to DC stuff. Like, I, I don't see... It's freaking Superman. Obviously, Superman's the star of the movie. Superman's one of the biggest comic book characters of all time. I don't care what anybody has to say. Like, Superman is one of the biggest characters of all time. Not even just comic book characters. Characters in general. So, yeah, there's... There's no concern to be had here whatsoever about Superman being outshined in the Superman movie. Let's let's get out of here. Uh, Blue Beetle director Angel Manuel Soto has said that they used um, The Raid, Gangs of London, Injustice 2, the video game, and Final Fantasy VII video game as inspiration for the fighting scenes in the film. Um, cool. I like that. I mean, I played Injustice 2 a lot. Blue Beetle's pretty cool in that uh, that old video game there. Final Fantasy 7, we, we know what we got there. The Raid. A lot of people always talk about the violence in the Raid, man. So, interesting to see. Again, that movie's releasing this week. It's already out now for uh, preview screenings. And, of course, I mean, you're looking, hopefully, let's do the show as soon as it drops. So, I'll be seeing it later today. <laughs> um, um, late tonight. But, I'm, you know, it's a DC movie. You know, I'm going to be there. I am cop cautiously optimistic about the film. I feel like a lot of people have decided to not care about DC movies for whatever reason. Um, I Again, I don't understand why. I, I mean, I, I've heard and seen the chatter, and it's mostly about, um, oh, this doesn't connect to anything, and they're restarting the universe. Why should we care about these movies? Stupid reason, but that is your reason, nonetheless. Um, you're allowed and very well allowed to have your opinion. And, you know, think how you want, of course. I will not, you know, I will not deviate you from that. I'm just saying, see a movie to see a movie, man. Whether it connects to something or not is not relevant, you know, in my eyes. Uh, let's see. So that was about the DC news. Uh, jumping over to horror. Uh, let's kick it off with the fantastic news. You know I'm going to start off with this. Chucky Season 3. We knew it was coming. Uh, we didn't know if it ended up being released this year because of the strikes that are going on. But nonetheless, we do know it'll be releasing this year as they announced today with an awesome freaking uh, announcement. Uh, Chucky was at a press conference and everything. It is Go watch it. It's awesome. Uh, season 3 of Chucky will be premiering October 4th. It'll still be running on Sci-Fi and USA like the previous two seasons. But... We have confirmation that Season 3 episodes will be available the very next day on the Peacock. Uh, also, you can check out Season 1 on Peacock. And finally, Season 2 will be hitting Peacock uh, after all this time. Uh, season 2 will be arriving September 4th on the Peacock. So, you can go ahead and check that out. Also, if you want to check some things out, you can text Chucky at your own risk at 201 Area code 201-500-3347 if you want to talk to the amazing killer doll. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited for that. I mean, come on, Chucky's my horror icon. Give me all the Chucky content. I'm freaking out about the Chucky stuff at Halloween Horror Nights. I can't believe I get to go through a house for Chucky. Are you kidding me? 
I've been wanting that for so long, and now I get to go to that. I know Chucky had a house before, but I wasn't there. I didn't get to experience that event, but now, here we go, man. Chucky's been there every year, has been a part of it, and it seems every single year that I've been able to go to Horror Nights. Of course, he had the scare zone. Uh, he's had the photo opportunities. He's always there. He's been at Cinnabon. <laughs> you know, Chucky's always around, man, and I love that they're doing that. And I'm so happy he has a house this year. He's got the food booth that looks awesome. I can't freaking wait to be there and celebrate my horror icon. Hang out with my buds. Celebrate horror. Halloween Horror Nights. Awesome time. Awesome event. Ah, so ready to be there. Um, Let's see... All right, talk to me. I brought that up earlier. The success of that film continues to go on as it continues to make money. And we'll be making some more money in merchandise. Ways as a replica for the Talk to Me hand has officially been announced to be coming soon. That is, of course, the hand replica that you see in the trailer. If you've seen the movie, you've seen it in the film. Um, Whether you say Talk to Me or not is up to you. Um, but, uh, there will soon be a hand to add to your horror collection if you have one. Um, I'm just, I, I want to start more collections. I have, I have not a lot of room, but I, I, I want to start more collections, man. Um, I got a pretty solid Chucky collection going on though. Um, let's see. Rumors of a 13 Ghost TV show is happening. Um, Dark Castle is reportedly developing a television series based on the cult classic film, I guess you'd say, 13 Ghosts. The idea is 13 Ghosts would be an anthology style that delves into a different ghost each episode. Quote, every culture in the world has its ghost stories, and this reimagining of 13 Ghosts presents an international sampling of these supernatural tales. The ghost stories within each episode will have their own stylistic look and feel that will be explored and influenced by each individual director. This makes our ghost vignettes um, stand out stylistically as they set the theme for each episode, end quote. Um, That was from the pitch from the team um, with Sony to get that movie out. Our show, excuse me. Um, cool. I, I know this is an idea people have been wanting. I've seen this circulating around the social media world for a while that they said oh, they should make a show out of 13 Ghosts. It uh, sounds like they're probably doing different ghosts um, than we saw in the movie uh, if the show happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. So, I mean, that's a given that you'll have at least 13 episodes there with each ghost, whether they all end up in a house um, with, you know, um, interesting windows um and um weird things happening and you know matthew lillard's who knows but it's an interesting concept like i can get behind that it's an interesting idea you know very easy to do why not you know why not it could be it could be cool it could be cool is what i'd say but i have seen that movie multiple times and i do enjoy it so more the merrier uh, speaking of films I enjoy, and collections for that matter, um, it's been a year since its debut over on Hulu, but it is finally official. Prey, the Pretata film, will be released on 4K and Blu-ray October 3rd, 2023. As well, Best Buy will be getting a Steelbook exclusive version of the release, and um, you can check out that artwork online. Let's see, special features will include the making of Prey, uh, Prey FYC panel with cast and crew, 
uh, alternate opening scene, deleted scene, uh, deleted scene, a couple deleted scenes there, uh, as well as commentary. And additionally, all formats will include the full-length Comanche audio track, um, which was available, I remember, on Hulu when they released the movie. You could watch it um, uh, Comanche style or the other style. Um, cool, man. I, I like to pray. I'm doing a rewatch on that movie, to be completely honest with you. But I do like it, and I mentioned earlier, I want to collect. I want to get back into collecting, I think, physical media. Um It'll start with The Flash. Once The Flash releases on physical media, I'll buy that. But I, I got to pick and choose. I can't just be like, oh, I'm buying every single movie like I used to do. Uh, there's a vast majority of movies over there that I probably... I mean, they're still they're still in boxes. Like, I, I don't have anywhere to display them. So there's probably some movies I could probably get rid of. But I, I anyways, Prey is finally releasing on physical media, man, which is an interesting concept. Think about these uh, To think about these movies that have been uh, released on streaming platforms now releasing on physical media it's an interesting concept because streaming kind of has tried to kill physical media but now physical media is coming from streaming stuff which is awesome i say give us more of that that's you know perfect but it's an interesting thing to think about uh the nun 2 has officially received its rating and it will be rated r like the other conjuring films it is rated r for violent content and some terror you better be giving me more than some terror baby um for the sake of comparison, The Nun, first movie, was rated R in 2018. Uh, its rating was for terror, violence, and disturbing bloody images. Is all that in that movie? I need to rewatch The Nun, um, which we have The Nun 2 coming out this year. I forgot that earlier. I was mentioning movies that are coming out. I'm, you know, I didn't know what to think when they announced The Nun 2 because that first movie is... It's a process, right? And, I'll, and I've, again, I've only seen it once. Like, I, I need another watch with that movie. But, you know, when it's first announced, I'm like, okay, cool, another Conjuring Universe film. I like that, but yeah, I don't know if I need another Nun movie, right? But the more I see that trailer, and again, that trailer played before um, uh, Dracula on a Boat, that I'm excited for this movie, man. Like, the excitement's starting to build for it. And again, it could be just the fact that I love the Conjuring universe and there's another film finally in that universe to watch. I mean, I say finally. We just had, what, Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It not too long ago, so... Which I need to rewatch that movie, too. Um, But yeah, I, the, the anticipation is starting to build for that movie, and, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting hyped up for it, man. The hype is building for The Nun, too. Hopefully it doesn't let me down, but... Judging from that trailer, like, it works. Like, I think it works. Uh, let's see. Um, Godzilla. Godzilla has a show. The MonsterVerse um, has a show debuting on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, it is going to be, again, a series. Uh, we got our first look at Godzilla today. You can go check out that image online, uh, as well as the name for the show. The show will be called Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Uh, again, this is a small screen expansion of the MonsterVerse. This uh, will center on Godzilla and other Titans. Um, series will be 10 episodes. Again, it is on Apple TV+, and they're promising that uh, the episodes will be coming soon, but there's no rele uh, release date just yet. Um, let's see. The series will, quote, follow the thunderous following the thunderous battle between Godzilla and the Titans that leveled San Francisco and the shocking revelation that monsters are real. Uh, Monarch Legacy and Monsters tracks two siblings following in their father's footsteps to uncover their family's connection to the secretive 
organization known as Monarch. Uh, clues lead them into the world of monsters and ultimately down the rabbit hole to Army Officer Lee Shaw, played by Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell, interesting, uh, taking place in the 1950s and half a century later where Monarch is threatened by what Shaw knows. Uh, the dramatic saga spanning three generations reveals buried secrets and the ways that epic earth-shattering events can reverberate reverberate geez reverberate through our lives end quote it sounds interesting sounds fine godzilla's cool monsters are cool right i'm never gonna see this show because i don't have apple like i don't have apple i don't know how apple tv plus works maybe i could subscribe to it without other apple products i'm sure that's a possibility i don't know but i don't care for apple <laughs> you know i don't care for any of their stuff so i don't know if i'll ever end up seeing this show but it does sound interesting. The image did look cool and all that stuff. So if you are if you do have Apple TV Plus and you have those options, you will have this show coming to you soon, according to Apple. Just, eh, we don't know what. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Walking Dead, the franchise that never actually is dead, um, has announced even more expansions to its world with a video game. The game is called The Walking Dead Dynasties. Not Dynasties, good lord. The Walking Dead Destinies. <laughs> uh, the game is currently in development for PC via Steam, PlayStation 5 and 4, Xbox One, the Xbox Series, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, Destinies, also known as Dynasties, <laughs> um, is a third-party narrative-driven action-adventure game that sees you take on the role of Rick Grimes, you can't protect a wreck! Um, but will give players the ability to weave your own path through a series of events. Uh, you will revisit the first four seasons of The Walking Dead in this game. The game will also feature over a dozen characters, including Shane, you can't protect a wreck, um, Michonne, Carol, and of course Daryl, uh, with characters having their own unique abilities. Players will also have to manage their resources, including the limited amount of weapons and ammo available to them. There is no official release date for said game um it seems interesting i didn't watch the i believe they released a trailer for today i have not seen that you know the walking dead and i stopped walking together a while ago um i was into it like i got into it late and there's like a marathon going on before one of the new seasons debuted and i'm like flark yeah dude i'm gonna sit down and watch this whole thing because i wanted to watch it you know and i enjoyed it for a good couple of seasons and then just got tired of it you know um i know people love that show 1d you know, Mr. Wonderful on this network. I know he's a fan of it. I know the show's got its spinoffs and all that stuff going on. That's cool. That's awesome. Maybe one day I'll pick it back up. But I I don't have the, the urge or the itch for it. Now, I will say this game does seem interesting. They've made some Telltale. Um, Telltale has made some games with The Walking Dead. So this, I think this is has the same kind of vibe to it from what I can tell. But, you know, yeah, maybe it's good. Who knows? I mean, if PlayStation wants to give it to me for free um, with this PlayStation Plus catalog thing, more power to them. <laughs> we'll check it out that way. But nonetheless, for you Walking Dead fan of nights out there, Dead of Nights? Dead, deadheads? Oh, those are Grateful Dead fans. Who knows? Um, you will be walking with them in video game form soon. Um, and then last bit of horror-related news here. The Pope's Exorcist, a film I did review earlier this year. 
Uh, you can check out that review if you want. Maybe you've already heard it. Uh, the Pope's Exorcist is officially now on Netflix. If you want to go ahead and give that a check out, Ski, if you missed it in theaters, I will be gladly watching that again as well. Um, 65 is on Netflix. Uh, that movie came out earlier this year as well. That is the um, Adam Driver fights dinosaurs movie. Um, I, was ex- I was interested in that film, but never got around to seeing it, so I need to check that out. Me and Netflix have a horrid uh, history with each other. Um, but uh, two films on there to check out as well. I mean, more stuff's coming, and of course things are going to be ramping up for the horror realm as Halloween approaches, and the streaming services like to do their Halloween collection. So get ready, man. It's a fun, fun time. All right, do we have anything else to talk about here before we jump into the last thing of news and then we kick it on out of here? Oh, um, horror and video game-wise, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game is releasing this week. If you want to go ahead and check that out, um, um, hopefully you've already listed to the Haunters podcast episode that dropped this week. Um, they are they talked about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I believe. They said they'll be doing a live stream. So again, please like, subscribe to the Throw Me Podcast Network. And you will see that live stream as well. I will have a lime, uh, lime, live, I'm drinking a lime Gatorade. Um, I, we, they will have a live, what are we talking about? Haunters Podcast can do a live stream of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. And then later this weekend sometime, I will do a live stream of the latest WWE uh, 2K DLC release this week. So I'm going to do that for you as I have with the other ones. So we got some video game content hitting the network, man. So again. We've done it before. We're back doing it again. Check it out. That'll be on our YouTube, man. Um, again, any other news to really go over before we kick out the jams here? Nope, nothing that I'm seeing. So last thing here is a rumor. Uh, reportedly, prior to the start of the ongoing WGA and SAG strikes, uh, Marvel Studios president Kevin Faggy reached out to Andrew Garfield about appearing as his version of Peter Parker slash Spider-Man in Avengers Secret Wars. Uh, Secret Wars is the, what is that? That's the, the sixth Avengers film? Um, it is expected to conclude the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Phase 6 and the Multiverse Saga. Um, of course, again, this is rumor and who knows what to believe, right? Uh, remember, we all remember Andrew Garfield saying he wasn't in Spider-Man. What was that? No way home. Um, and of course he was. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. I, you know, I'm all for this. <laughs> if, if there's anything that's true to form when it comes to Mr. Reveal Rob here, he's a huge Andrew Garfield fan. So, and his Spider-Man's always been my favorite Spider-Man, even before it became cool, like it is now. Like, he's always been my Spider-Man. So, yeah, I'm on board for this. Yes, I'm excited for this. Yes, it should happen. Like, give it to us. Like, I mean, again, I think, again, I don't know much about Marvel's history and all that stuff, but I, I believe, uh, I mean, they're already messing with timelines and other universes and multiverses and bringing in characters from here and bringing in characters from there and all that stuff, so... Of course it's going to happen again, right? So, do it. Make us happy. There's a lot of people who are now fans of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, which is cool, but late to the party, bros. And chicas. Um, like, we've loved Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Come on now, he's awesome. He's awesome. I know Toby's cool. I know you like Toby. I know you like Tom. They're all fine. Andrew's, Andrew's my Spider-Man, all right? Andrew is awesome. We love Andrew Garfield and everything he does. And if his Spider-Man Peter Parker is back, then 
give it to us, man. There's all kind of rumors flying around there. Like, all, there's going to be a third Amazing Spider-Man movie. There's going to be him. He's going to be the Spider-Man in the Venom universe. Uh, yada, yada, yada. All kinds of rumors flying around about that. So we have to just wait and see what happens. But uh, count me on board. Count me swinging on the web with freaking... I, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But <laughs> I, I support this nonetheless. So, And speaking of, nonetheless, this is the end of the show. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me goof around, as always, on this show. I have a fantastic time doing this show every single week, and I hope you have a fantastic time listening to it. Appreciate you all again. Please like, subscribe, share the show everywhere you can. Be on the lookout for more episodes of this show, as well as all other content and awesomeness that's going around the show. Again, Halloween Horror Nights is coming up, so I'll have more talks about that. Um, Got that trip planned. Going to probably still try to release an episode that week, probably earlier that week. But we will see as time gets there. I don't take any breaks, apparently. <laughs> but, uh, which is fine. I love doing the show again every week, like I said. Appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. And hope you all have a wonderful rest of the day, week, month, year. All that, man. Um, if you're going to Halloween Horror Nights, I'm going to be there at a certain time. Hopefully we run into each other. Yeah, you know, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but, uh... I, I just ramble on the show, I swear. But uh, that's going to do it for the show. Appreciate you all. And remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you all next episode.